LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Well, welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centered ministry every week. Now, can you just, just for the listeners out there, just a second ago, Derek was giving us his, his warm-up exercise. Can you just give the our listeners out there a bit of a taste of, of you warming up your mouth? I'm not going to, but I appreciate the fact that you assume there's more than one listener out there. <laughs> Use the plural. <laughs> nice. Well, you've pressed play on episode number 55 of The One Thing, and it's brought to you with thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. And for the whole month of April... A great ministry tool provided by LifeWay Leadership called Ministry Grid, but you'll hear more about that a little bit later. And today we're talking about church announcements. Episode 55, the one thing, church announcements. Like, this is the most exciting part of the church service, to be honest, isn't it? You know, it is the most exciting. You've got the chance to put people to sleep, distract them entirely for the rest of the uh, time you got together, or hopefully, as we come out today, do something useful with it. So the Reformers... Have the uh, the the announcement be the call of worship. The announcements before the service starts. Reb, Raymond, so you're on a bit of a Robert Raymond uh, a binge at the moment. Oh, I'm having a bit of a bit of a binge. Yeah, Cookie Cookie uh, when we we're at college yeah. encourages to read Raymond. He did yeah, every so, year. He said read it through cover to cover every year. Yeah, I've done that. Have you done that? I've Scott? not done that. Okay. Have you read it through at all? <laughs> I've read it. I've, I've you know read David Cook and posted this. And posted noted it, but I haven't read it. Well, what, this is what he says. He says, what should reform worship exclude? It should exclude all that God does not command, all announcements which can be made prior to the call of worship, and any and all things which do not contribute, contribute directly to the Bible's prescribed worship of God. So just don't do it. Short episode today. Anyway, what do you think? <laughs> well, I think it's one of the things that, it, that is helpful, and, uh, and we will talk about timing as, as we go on. Um, but I think one of the key questions is, well, what are the key announcements that we actually need to make each week? And so obviously, uh, one of the things I do in, in my work with uh, Geneva Push is church health consultations. I get a chance to go and check out churches. And, and one of the things I regularly see is, is, is just a lack of welcome. You know? And so if anything, you know, if we think about church announcements generally, one of the things that we do need to do is to acknowledge our guests and actually welcome them. Um, and another key, I think, announcement as well that we need to do is we actually need to um, give people next steps, whether that's your visitors or, or your regular members. They need a next step. Mm. And then each week, we do have an offertory announcement. We do have a giving talk. So, so there's sort of three announcements that we have every week. A welcome, you know, something for visitors or guests, their next steps, and, and a giving talk. And so it, it's important. Uh, you know, Toby, Toby, when he's sort of been giving me coaching and feedback when I've been the, uh, the meeting leader, has talked about, you know, you want to have that lounge room vibe. You want people to feel comfortable. So when you know they're visiting church, that can be quite uncomfortable for many people. Uh, and so the the role of the service leader, the role of the person who's actually there, is actually to to welcome them, let them know what to expect. Uh, how can they learn more about your church? Make make sure you express you know thanks and gratitude that they're that they're there. These sort of small gestures, I reckon, just go a long way to making someone feel welcome. Um, and I think it's important as well for you know the pews that are every week to know that. Hey, church is a place that we can actually invite new people and, and welcome new people into um, into the church. Now, I really think it's important that you actually do help people know how to connect. Um, you know, someone coming to your church for the first time, um, they they need to hear. Well, how can we actually get involved in the life of the life of the church? So, for you, we'd love you to 
come up and uh, and grab a, a free copy at the end of the service. It could be a uh, a visitor card, and you actually might you know during the service actually encourage people to fill that out. Uh, you know that you might encourage people to put prayer notes, a couple of questions. So you, use something that everyone can be involved in our and use and and have some steps to encourage uh, guests to provide their information. Uh, again, often where that you know where that easy place to catch information is at the you know children's the children's desk when you know you're signing people in. That's an opportunity to get a, an email address or a phone number or some contact information. Oh right, well, how do you know what to say from the front? Like you, there's always more than you know fifty things going on in the church, and there's always one person who just five minutes before the service starts says, "Hey, I forgot to email you during the week. Can I just get up and say?" Well, I think one of the first things you want to have is, you know, th- there should be a rule for that. You know. We need to be prepared, and so those announcements. You just have the rule. Be sure. prepared. Well, I think it's taken it's a, that rule. It, it's a it's a, it's a rule, but it's a rule that never applies to the senior minister or the church okay. you know, church planning <laughs> pastor. So I've seen that rule regularly circumvented by, hey, I've got this last thing. Here's a slide. Let me throw it in. Yep. So so we want to be prepared. That that's helpful for the uh, service leader. Uh, that's also helpful for the guys doing AV and getting up on the PowerPoint. I, I think another helpful rule is uh, well, let's just call it the fifty percent rule. Really simple. If if an announcement doesn't apply to fifty plus you know percent of the people in attendance on a Sunday morning then it it shouldn't have a stage announcement all right so we were having so that's this pretty t- tough that's we're, pretty tough that is tough that is tough so we were having this discussion before uh, so let's take men's some men's breakfast men's breakfast We've got a happening. men's breakfast coming up this Sunday you've got 48 percent of people in your congregation who are men well I think I think helpfully uh, often a lot of those men are, are married or they've got Wives, girl, you know, girlfriends, or just a, a wife, just one, and a just one, and, or a girlfriend. That's exclusive, isn't <laughs> That's it? That's exclusive. That is okay. That is, and so they need to hear that as well. You know, and often men aren't the best communicators, and so it's helpful to have that announcement so that wives can go, "Oh, okay, my husband's going to be out on Saturday morning. I might, you know, I might want to remember that." <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, but I think there's often a lot of announcements that that just don't make sense to most of the people in the congregation, and so as a result, people tune out. Hmm. Um, they don't listen, and so when the announcements come up for the next time, they go, "Well, hang on, most of these annou- announcements aren't actually relevant to me." So, I, I would encourage I would encourage you though to always have these two announcements. Uh, what do you what What's there for the guest? Uh, we want to make you feel welcome. And then, you know, what's the next step? We want you to fill out a card. So if you're not having a next step for uh, a newcomer or, or a, uh, and that's a, an, already, an already Christian or a not yet Christian, an already Christian, it's, hey, we want you to get your details. We want you to become part of this church life and this church family, and this is how we connect. If you're not a Christian, then, hey, we've got this great course or uh, we'd like to give you this free Bible. You know, you want to have a next step for those two people who are in your church uh, every week. I think as well, you just want to um, make sure that you keep it simple. You know, so focusing on those few uh, key announcements every week, uh, I think, is really helpful. Just to make sure you don't have, uh, you know, too many. All right, talk to us about timing. When do you make it? Before the service? After? Yeah, in this, the middle. This is. I, I think this is a context-specific, you know, question. You've got to work that out. But uh, I mean, let's let's be honest. Most people aren't in church before the church service starts. I don't think I want to be as tough on Raymond, you know, to, to go the regular principle and say if the Bible doesn't, you know, discuss it, then let's not, you know, let's not have it there. Um, in the middle of the service, well, that, that seems like the appropriate time to welcome people. Um, that seems like the appropriate time to give a couple of those key announcements. The appropriate, why appropriate? Uh, well, I think in the flow, you're often sending kids out. Uh, so in our church, we're sending kids out. So that's an, a natural pause mm. when we can make those announcements and it's not breaking the flow 
you know, too much. I think at the end of the service, I want to I want to kind of finish the service, you know, with a benediction, with a, you know, a sending out. And so to finish with, uh, the men's breakfast is on next weekend, and you know, it just it's just not a, a great way to to finish. Um, so I, it's I, an area of grace, isn't it? It, it well, it, there's no hard and fast. Unless rule. you're in your church, clearly. no, there's, <laughs> there's no hard and fast rule. But I think you want to make as little distract, you know, as little distractions as possible to to guests, and you don't want to disrupt the flow of your service. So there's kind yep. of two rules of thumb. Yep, yep, it is. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. Scott, what do you got for us? Well, uh, for the whole month of April, we are sponsored by Ministry Grid. So can you tell us a bit about that, Derek? Yeah, I can. Uh, so Ministry Grid is about training volunteers and leaders uh, for key uh, roles within your church. It's a, a tool developed by Life Leadership. Uh, videos, articles, courses, in order to continue to develop and grow people within your church to lead well and wisely. So Ministry Grid has lots of uh, training courses in order to help people serve well in the context they find themselves, to lift the load off you as leaders, to help people tra- train people well. Uh, we're developing Australian content for that at uh, Geneva Push. We're rolling that out. You can customise videos, PDFs. Uh, Ministry Grid, one plan, one price to the whole church. It's a bargain price, actually. Go to ministrygrid.com. Um, I use it. It's excellent. We use it at Geneva Push. A lot of our churches are using it as well. Um, yep, worth getting on to. Well, let me open the toolbox up. So my top three must-have resources for church announcements are uh, it's just a, a simple training resource prepared by uh, Kate Stace at Vine Church. Uh, so I'll provide a link in the show notes for that. But she's put together just a really helpful training resource for making church announcements, just some do's and, and simple dotes. Um, I've also got some online links to scripts. So I'm going to say in a moment that it's really important to have scripts for these announcements that you just make week in, week out. So I'm going to give you two links uh, to some simple copy and paste ones that you can change and make um, um, make available. And then I just want to say, watch this space. We're working on some online content at the moment for Ministry Grid uh, training videos, so they'll be hopefully up and ready to go. Alrighty, okay, let's get uh, some pragmatic, Scott. Uh, let's talk to us about what they actually look like announcements in your church. What can be helpful? What can be unhelpful? So I guess one of the questions is, does every you know does every announcement need a script? Uh, I, I think no, but but there should be a plan. So before you give an announcement, you should be able to answer the following questions. You know, what are the specifics that I need to communicate? Um, you know, spend some time figuring out the who, the what, importantly, the why, uh, the when and the where questions first. Uh, how does this announcement also tie into our priorities and values? So that's one of the things I think is missed a lot in church announcements. How can we actually uh, cast vision, you know, speak about the importance of, of what we're doing, you know, as a church uh, family through our announcements? And then uh, the, the last question, how am I going to communicate this in a way that people are going to find interesting? Okay. Uh, so really importantly, we've got to stop winging it. Uh, and so I think wh- one of the simple rules that I've seen is, is have uh, one story and, and one next step. What do I mean by one story? Well, rather than spend the bulk of the announcement time, you know, talking about date and time requirements, etc., tell a story. So you might want to tell us, you know, tell the story of, um, you might be advertising baptisms, for example. Uh, and so rather than say, hey, next week we're going to be having baptisms at church, it's going to be on, you know, blah, 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 this this time. Why not say, hey, can you remember baptisms last year? We had four people baptised in the middle of winter. We did it outside in the garden. It was a great day. We celebrated new life. I can remember, you know, Matthew 
standing up and putting his faith in Christ. Uh, I can remember. Uh, yeah, I can remember how cold it was. It was a really great day to celebrate. Now, whilst that's going on, in the background is a PowerPoint slide, you know, with a photo. In in the background is a PowerPoint slide with the details. Um, remind people, hey, there's going to be details in your bulletin. This is a day not to miss at church because we're a church that's all about the life, love, and freedom uh, found in Jesus. And this is a great celebration day. So I reckon one of the mistakes I see with people making announcements is that they just think this announcement is about communicating information. I want to say, no, no, this is about casting vision. Every moment you get up the front is about casting and reinforcing vision. So you have to start with a why. If people aren't compelled as to uh, how this connects with the mission of the church or you're reinforcing some other mission, you're undoing some of the hard work you're doing in other places. So you have to start with the why. Cast the vision, see how it connects and reinforces. Inspiration is far better than information just to give you sort of a simple cliche did you come up with that i didn't (laughs) i've I've shot a bit inspiration rather than information though yeah um i I think as well uh what's helpful to think about is we've got so many other channels that we can use as a church um the interwebs have just given us a whole bunch of tools that we can use so how, how are you using your social media to uh, you know, in with internal groups, uh, with external stuff, to speak and talk about these events. Mm. Um, that's just you know a simple channel that can often be you know far better in terms of getting people's attention uh, and getting uh, and getting people to actually put it in their in their calendars and, and make it uh, irrelevant. Um, also, think about your email communication as well. Do you need to have all these announcements uh, in the church service? I visited church on Sunday. They had, I kid you not five announcements and they were so boring it was just agonizing listening what church was it i'm not going to give names (laughs) but i I was just thinking and and there was no vision there was no why they they were just um boring now half of them could have been you know done in a in an email Mm. and so again think about how you use your email Uh, you can you know there's a whole bunch of tools where you can actually see open rates and see what people are responding to so make use of those the other thing i'd I'd say is make use of videos um, especially when you've got multiple services through the day and you want to make sure the, you know, the message is crisp and clean. Um, we just did some uh, recently to uh, promote Christmas offerings just before Christmas. We uh, give a whole bunch of money away to you know, various ministries and we had you know, three really simple videos. There was nothing high tech um, about them and they were really helpful. That meant that the same message went out to the morning service, the same message went out to the, um, the afternoon congregation as well. Nice. All right, brings us to the end of the show. Scott, what is the one thing people need to take away about church announcements? Be prepared ahead of time. You know that you've got to make two or three key announcements, have scripts, uh, have them ready, uh, be prepared. You uh, will be able to ask the right questions and be very clear on the why um, and giving the best announcement that's going to uh, cut through all the noise that we hear. Yep, brilliant. All right, uh, just before we head off, let me encourage, we've said this a few times, we want you to come along to the Reach Australia National Conference. This is our national conference, Geneva Push, um, but also we're combining with a number of other uh, like-minded organisations this year, 25 to 28 in June, uh, EV Church, Central Coast, local Bible teachers. But we've also got, we're flying in, Daniel Lim. Let's just hey. give him a plug. He's going to be there, particularly on the 25th day, which is our Multiply pre-conference day. Uh, we would love you to be there, reachaustralia.com.au, or you can go to genevapush.com and follow the links from there. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. Coming up in our next episode, we're going to be speaking to Jenny Salt, the Dean of Students at SMBC. And what are we going to be talking about with her, Derek? Pastoral care. Well, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Chat soon.